Oh, hello there, and welcome to another episode of the 209 Till Infinity Podcast. CD Slap. Coming to you live from beautiful Series, California, home of the Infinity Studios. Get it, Savage. It's Monday morning, the pod is dropped. Cue up the new soap and the coffee pot. You know these cats got a lot to say. Savage O'Malley and Billy A. Yep. Hip hop life and movies too. Keeping up on the trends just like you. CD slaps hooked up with this funky beat. Oh, you know the boys, we love to eat. Grub it. It's all part of the show. We love to bring to your earbuds hell. We even sing. Mm-hmm. So sit back, relax, enjoy the show. And like Biggie said, now you know Do you need a break and escape just to ease your mind? Well look no further than your homies in the 209 Because it's time to lose all those blues that got you stressed out Give us one hour and you know we'll knock that mess out The best route is music, movies, laughter, and friends The conversation's starting, y'all jump on Come in on. And you know it won't stop, you know it don't end That's why we call it 209 till infinity, my friend The party don't stop, the party don't end That's why we call it 209 till infinity, my friend The party don't stop, the party don't end That's why we call it 209 till infinity, friend. The party don't stop, the party don't end. Now let's let the episode begin. What up, what up, what up, and welcome to another episode of the 209 till infinity podcast. As always, it's your boy DJ B- 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 Billy A. And across the way from me is my man, 50 Grand, in front of his microphone. Why don't you tell him who you am, my friend? Yo, what's going on, y'all? It's what's cracking. <laughs> it's your rat-a-tatting. Okay. Booty smacking. Whoa! <laughs> big homie. <sighs> what's up, Big Sav? <laughs> None. Yeah. Chilling. Yeah, on right. the fifth floor. That's right. That's right. Uh, what's going on, y'all? Booty smacking, huh? Yeah, I'm a, I'm a notorious booty smacker. Yeah, yeah. When I'm a, when I'm a, uh, in cl- close proximity of uh, a female that I um, maybe in a relationship or dating or in a real like we've got a strong bond. Uh-huh. Like I have a coworker that's one of my best friends. Like I worked with for a long time. Yeah, right. Not just in general. Like I'm at the office. I'm like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, How the like, hell are you, Dame? Savage, you better be careful. You're, you're getting that tawdry affair rep going again here. But, but like when we're all hanging out and we're drinking and we're having a good time, you know? Yeah, I mean? yeah, yeah. I'll be like, better put that thing away. She said, what you going to do? Whoosh. <laughs> so, yeah. Okay. But uh, I'm so a you notorious booty new. smacker. We've been doing this for three years and I yeah. had no idea. This. So there's the notorious B.I.G. Yeah. And then there's the notorious booty smacker. Yeah. Okay. I like it. I like the it. The notorious BIT is a notorious <laughs> booty smacker. <laughs> I like it. There yeah. you go. Yeah. See, I knew I could count on you. I put it up. Yeah. You smack it out the yeah, park. The notorious baby. BIT, aka Bitty Smalls. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Oh, man. There's some AKAs going yeah. on here, man. Yeah. It's serious business. What's up, man? How you doing? I'm good, man. I'm just, uh, you know, I'm out here. Out here trying to live, trying to survive. Yeah, man, just uh, day by day doing what we do. Yes, sir. This life. Uh, uh, I heard somebody tell me the other day, like, this life, man. I just, uh, I get. Oh, she said something great, man. It was like, I got it's something to the effect, and I'm gonna mess it up. I got it. 
I gotta do these things to live, but I just want to start living. There you go. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, and, and it was yeah, like, yeah. And, and and I think I messed it up a little bit, but like it made sense. Like you gotta do these things to live, but are you really living? Correct. Oh, you know what I mean? That's so true. You Absolutely. Know, it I reminded feel me, that. Yeah, it reminded me a little bit of a Childish Gambino's line where he's like, yeah, you got some silverware, but really, are you eating though? That's right. Right? I love that song. Yeah. It, you know, like, uh, McLaren's don't make noise when they start them out, by the way. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> vroom, vroom. Yeah. Uh, but like, yeah, like, I'm I'm doing things to live. Right. But am I really living? Right. Yeah. And, and, and like... You know, like in, in movies when like all of a sudden like something is like mind blowing and like this stops and the camera goes all the way around them and they're right. like, what? And they're like, they're mind blown. Like yeah. she said that and I was like, mother of God. Yeah. 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 You know, it's like you grind. There's the saying living for the weekend. Like you grind all week long and you bust your ass and, and you get out there to get the almighty dollar and to make sure the bills are paid just to get those two days to unwind and relax and they're never long enough and then you go back and repeat. So I, I can totally get that. Like, are you doing something that you're passionate about? Are you doing something that you love? Or are you just chasing the almighty dollar? Because if your main goal is the bottom line, if all you're looking at is the bottom line, if all you're looking at is the paycheck, then I don't truly believe that's living. Like, yes, Let's, we can't, it'd be a lie to say that we're not motivated by money. Of course, we're all motivated by money. But in the end, if that's all you're motivated for, if that's the only reason you're doing it, I don't think you're living. I don't think it's living. Side note, yeah. would you like to know a little factoid? You just said, I've been doing this for how long and I just learned something I never knew about. Sadly. Yes, yes, yeah. Did you know I used to write an article in the school paper at uh, in college called a sports editorial called The Bottom Line. No, I did not know that. And everything, yeah. I'd, I'd, I'd go on a rant and at the end I'd be like, and that's The Bottom Line. Nice. I like that. No, I didn't know I that. have them saved somewhere. If I find one, I'll, I'll see if I can hunt it down. I'll read it on there. Please. Just so I can, just, just so I can cringe when I'd be like, God, why did I write? They, they actually published this? Yeah. <laughs> but uh, Were you talking about the college sports or were you no, talking just, about just, just sports, sports in general? Sports in general. I think sometimes I talked about not sports too, but just things that were going on. Like, right, right. You know, like, uh, you know, these guys rant. Yeah. I was kind of doing a rant thing, not too heavy because it was, you know, Stan State. Right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah whatever yeah. their paper was called, the sure. Flaming Warrior Scribe or whatever. <laughs> if it wasn't called that, it should be. I yeah. really like that. Yeah. Did you get your new, <laughs> did you get your new, uh, not article, edition? Edition of the uh, Flaming Warrior Scribe? <laughs> yeah. I did. Hot off the presses. Absolutely. Savage, yes. Savage went off on the back page again. Yes. Yeah, if you if you, if it could have been, uh, you know, at the end, just said by Savage O'Malley, that would have been so amazing, dude. Like, uh, I don't think I went by Savage back. Like I did on the game video games, but not in like people right. call me Savage. You call me other things. Yes. Hey, can I tell you a quick little story which I was very proud of myself uh, that happened? Like I like to, I like to take things that I do and I like incorporate them into my everyday life. Yes, I'd and, love to and, hear and, it. And I, even if other people don't see it or do it, you know what I mean? For example, like uh, the Bay ain't never went nowhere. Right, yes, yes. Oh, by the way, uh, Mad Cyclone sent a message and was like, you never said was that that person's ringtone on their phone because of the E40 thing. Right. No, 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 that was their desk phone ring. Oh, okay. At work, I wasn't their phone. It was like, they, like you could choose different rings on your like short tail or whatever. And like, that's right. what her ring sounded like. So like, it was just her normal desk phone. And I was right. like, the bay ain't never went nowhere. And that is a famous, very famous 
piece of classical music that prior to that being an intro to an E40 song, that song's hundreds and hundreds of years Which old. Which is why yeah. they made it a, a ring standard tone. ringtone yeah. on a office phone. Absolutely, for sure. So anyway, uh, <laughs> I'm at work and uh, sometimes there's a lot of people around and sometimes there's not. For example, last Friday, every single person in my unit was not in the office. They were either off because that was their flex day or they were traveling. So nobody from my unit was in the office on right, Friday, just right. me. So when it's just me and I don't have really people around me, uh, I'll throw the old headphones in. Right. Right. The wireless, you know, Samsung Galaxy Buds, throw them in. I'll be working, writing paper, writing stuff, reports, notes, whatever I'm doing. And kind of in my cubicle, I kind of check out. Right. Right. And then obviously I keep a, a peripheral. I got people on my side. I'm keeping the people walk up, people, whatever. Yeah. You know what I mean? But um, this person walks up and he's like waiting to talk to this other person and then another guy is with him and i i don't recognize them i think they're probably new a lot of times when there's new people they come and talk to this one person because she's connected to this certain area that people are 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 constantly like cycling through right so anyway uh i see the guy and he turns and he says something to me and i'm a headphones in so i i take him out and i and i don't say anything i, I nod at him like what and, yeah. he, and he goes, who are you? Right? Yeah. Which, there's probably a better way to say. Right, yeah, 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 know, yeah. You know. Little accusatory. Yeah. Yeah, He's yeah. like, who are you? And and uh, without hesitation. Yeah. Without anything, I immediately, dramatically go, it doesn't matter who we are. <laughs> nice, yes. And he goes, what? Yeah. And I was like. Do you mean like what do I do? But like just I just did it like right. It doesn't matter who we are. You went, you went into the bane immediately, huh? All that matters is the plan. That's right. You could have just said, "I'm Batman." That would have been dope as well. Oh, you think you are? I was raised in the dark. <laughs> Tom Hardy, man, now Venom. Wow. He's a hey, one of the few actors that have. Uh, done dc and marvel you know what's funny is it's always kind of connected to the batman universe because you've now got michael keaton who was in a spider-man movie and is batman and is now going back to reprise his role as batman it's funny poor dc they're always kind of one step behind marvel like there has been so much hype for this flashpoint movie and i know you and i have talked about the flashpoint movie already but that's where flash because he can go so quickly he can travel through time and dimensions and so he is going to from what i've read connect with the ben affleck batman but also connect with the michael keaton batman so you're going to get these different eras these different universe batmans and there was so much hype when that trailer dropped and everyone was so excited because michael keaton's going to don the cape and cowl again he's going to be batman again oh my god there was photos leaking from the set like of his picture of the old Batmobile and everyone was talking about it and I'll be damned if is the moment that No Way Home trailers dropped and people I haven't heard a peep they just shut it they, they DC got shut down man like like and it always feels like they're just a step behind like they're trying so hard like DC's that kid in class you go oh look you know look at it wow what an effort you know, he's really giving it his all. Just not quite there yet, but he's giving it his all. And I'm t stoked to see Michael Keaton as Batman. But yeah, it just feels like they're just, 
they can't seem to get the jump on Marvel. I think they feel like every time they did something right, Marvel does it 10 times better. And like, we're going to see this Flashpoint movie. I'm excited. I like the kid that plays the Flash. I love Michael Keaton, but Michael Keaton is one of those few people to dabble in both universes. And you got Tom Hardy who's done it as well, both in Batman movies, now jumping over to the Marvel Express and Spider-Man era. So it's kind of interesting, man. But yeah, man, it's it's funny how little things like that. So this dude who asked who you were, how come he didn't know you? He was new. He was a new guy too. Yeah, okay. so he was new. He was talking to a person, person look, waiting for a person that helps their unit. Okay. And that person that helps them is nowhere near the unit that Right. They're at. Yeah. She's just in a certain area. Which you're is in a over. massive office now with many, many more employees. Four hundred people. Yeah. So you're gonna... there's there's you know the ex- extended foster care unit, the permanent placement unit, the family right. social worker unit, the adoptions unit, the RFA unit, the court unit, the clerical unit. That's all on my floor. Right. And so those are multiple right? floors. Right. Yeah. The, the call centers on my floor. Right. 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 You go up a uh, up a, up a, a floors like adult protective services, and there's different sections for those. You know, right. so I'm in this huge place. So like, like sometimes like I had to drop something off the other day to somebody, and it was literally like, oh, it's just like you have to like they have this thing where it's called the highway. Right. You go online, you click on it, and you put in the person's name, and it tells you where they sit. Uh huh. You know, like you are here, they are there, right. kind of thing. Like <clears throat> it was on the other side of floor three, but like this is literally like a six minute walk to walk to the other side of the building. <laughs> you get any dr- steps in to drop a paper off and walk all the way back. Yeah, 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 yeah. So you could work there for years and not know somebody. Yeah. Oh, okay. That makes that makes sense. And all then right. there's times too where like I'll see somebody like constantly like I'll see that guy, seen that guy in the elevator, seen that guy over here, seen that guy in the lunchroom. I have no idea what that guy is. And then ultimately like They'll be like, hey, you need to go talk to so-and-so. And I'm like, all right, look him up on the highway. And I'm like, oh, it's that guy. <laughs> I've been so, seeing you around. So what was uh, what was that dude's reaction when you rocked the bane on him? Was he, did he Confusion. Oh, uh, he just looked confused. Doesn't like, matter who we are. Yeah. <laughs> Wish I could have seen his face. That would have that been amazing, right? Yeah. To be fair, and I yeah. do my best. I do my best to not judge a book by its cover. Right. He did not look like a person who has enjoyed any type of movies or 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 uh comic books or batman he did not look like a person that was not his cup of tea yeah yeah Yeah, i got you guys because you know what i haven't even watched that last batman in the dark knight trilogy saw the first two never saw the third but i know that bane is that impression that bane has become so famous that even i know it like i've seen people other people do it i've seen the clips yeah So, so it's out there yeah yeah but he didn't know so yeah. I mean, he just like looked at me with like a present. I was like, "Yeah, did you mean what do I do?" Yeah, and he was like, "Yeah." And so I was like, "Oh, I'm in the extended foster care unit." Blah blah blah. <laughs> kind of explained. He's like, "Oh, that's cool. I'm in this unit. I just started last week trying to figure it out." I was like, "Good luck, man." I know yeah, it's, yeah, I know, yeah. I know it's a lot, man. But if you stick through it, you'll, you'll figure it out, man. I guarantee, though, from here on out, that dude will always remember you because of that. You did something a little different, something he's he he walked away going that was kind of odd, but you know whatever. But he will remember that, I guarantee it. At some point, maybe not today, tomorrow, yeah, next day, a week or two will go, or maybe a month or a couple months, something will go by, and he'll be sitting somewhere and he'll be looking at something or he'll hear something and he'll hear. It doesn't matter who we are. That's right. And he'll be like, oh my god, that's what that guy said. <laughs> Hell yeah, dude! And then he'll come look for me. 
That's right. <laughs> I get it now. And I'm like, and you are. Yeah. <laughs> you remember me, but you didn't do anything memorable for me to remember you. So move along. Yeah, no. You must be the cable guy. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> you must be the Monopoly guy. That's right. Thanks for the free parking. <laughs> there you go, man. Uh, yeah. So uh, anyway, we're going to talk about the finale. Oh, no, we're going to talk about the Matrix. Yes, we're going to give but our review of The Matrix be Resurrection. Before we do that, you wanted to touch on something uh, that came up, and you have an opinion about it. And I do. I, I have an opinion as well, so why don't you preface it, then I'll play it. So, Jay-Z, for starters, rarely does interviews. Um, and apparently, he sat down for an interview and was asked, when, are, when is Jay-Z going to get his flowers like he needs his flowers? The guy's been given accolades and awards for years. Um, but someone asked, when are you doing a versus basically? And he gave a pretty controversial uh, statement on how he felt about being in a versus that just lit the hip hop internet world on fire. Like everyone had their comments, everyone was reposting, everyone was sharing, everybody had their opinion. Um, and I think that we have a clip of what he said in this interview about doing a versus battle. And I think we're going to pull that up and play that right now. Are we? I think so. Should I have the volume up for that? I would recommend that. Yes. Alicia, when are, when are we going to be able to give Hove his flowers on, on a versus stage? Um, Yeah, so I mean, you can kind of hear why people took that and ran with it. I mean, Jay-Z has a lot of accolades. He's been around a for a long time. He's had one hell of a career. Many, many, many people. I'm a fan. Many, many, many people consider him the GOAT. So when he made this statement, everybody had their opinion. But the majority of people that I saw reacting to this agreed. Agreed that no one could hold their own. No one. He's not just saying he could win. And I, I, will, I will say this right now. I'll, I will say... Jay-Z in a versus is a problem. Absolutely a problem. You're going to have a tough time beating Jay-Z. He has years. He's got a deep catalog, many, many years of hit songs, anthems, uh, you know, you name it. Storytelling, battle raps, anthems, club records, records for the girls. He's got all that. He's got a catalog. I'm not saying it would be easy. I'm not saying that anybody hands down could beat him but to make the statement that no one could stand next to him on the stage like to make the statement that almost like he's almost saying no one else is worthy like he really brushes it off let's like move on from verses like let's talk about this album instead of talking about verses like he's almost insulted in a way 
that they even brought up him being in a versus like that was almost like an insult to him like he feels he's above and beyond anybody and i was just kind of shocked i saw some people disagree but i was really shocked to see how many people agreed like he's got a lot of fans and a lot of people that believe that no one would stand a chance in a versus with him and and, and here i pulled up some facts Here's why probably a lot of people feel like that. Well, for starters, he's the first hip-hop billionaire. We know he owns Rock Aware. We know he owns the 4040 Club. We know he owns Rock Nation. We know he owns Tidal. None of that means anything in a versus, though. Uh, one of the world's best-selling music artists. He's sold over 25 million records. So not just the best hip-hop artist. Best-selling music artist, period. That's huge. He's won 23 Grammys, the most by any rapper. He holds the record for the most number one albums by a solo artist on the Billboard. Again, not solo rap artist, solo artist. 14 number one albums. That's insane. He's ranked by Billboard and Rolling Stone as one of the 100 greatest artists of all time. Again, not hip-hop, one of the greatest artists of all time. He's the first rapper honored in the, the Songwriters Hall of Fame. And the first solo living rapper inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Amazing. Incredible. And I know that a lot of people feel this is why no one else would stand a chance and agree with him. But here's the thing. It's not career versus career in a versus. It's not catalog versus catalog in a versus. It's song for song. And I believe, if I'm not mistaken, each artist gets 10 songs. And it's what 10 do you pick? Where do you strategically place them? And, and what songs do you pick versus what songs he picks and where he strategically places them? And I 100% disagree with the fact that he says that there's no artist that could go toe-to-toe -to -toe with him. That is an insult, a flat-out insult to a shitload of rappers, a shitload of amazing MCs. I feel like there should have been a lot of MCs that were like, yo, yo, Jay, what the fuck? Like, hey, man, not true. Like, and because of his status and because he gets the goat, I, you know, I don't know why people didn't say anything, but these verses now, I don't know if you've watched lately, but they're more, they're like a concert now. It's no more like when we watched the DMX and the Jay-Z and the E-40 and the Too Short, they would stand there with a DJ in a room and kind of play their songs and lip sync to the songs. No, now they're holding them and titles got them. Now they're doing them in Madison Square Garden and they're coming out and performing the songs in front of a crowd like a concert. So you got to pick the right songs. You got to place the songs in the right place. And, you know, you got to know where to place them strategically. It's like a war. And then you've got to come out with energy and perform those songs and get that crowd behind you. And because of all those three things, I can name you five rappers that could hold their own with Jay-Z. Just off the top of my head. Busta Rhymes. His energy. His stage presence. His catalog of hits. When he comes out and does, do you really want to party with me? Let me see just what you got for me. Put your hands where my eyes can see. What's Jay got? What's Jay got that's better than that? There's probably a lot of songs that are right there with it. But that's tough to beat. Or Dr. Dre. Dr. Dre's another one. I think he could handle Jay. He could come out and go, hey, Jay, I know you wrote the lyrics for this song, but I made it a hit. And do still Dre. Bring Snoop out to do the hook. 
What does Jay-Z got the beat? Still Dre. Come on, Nas. There are so many. I, I could just go on and on and on. There's Snoop. Come on. Nothing but a G thing. Gin and juice. What do you got, Jay? Pick a song. Like, you got hits? But I, it's a, I love Jay-Z, but I lost some respect for him. Like, out of respect for hip-hop, I truly believe he should have been like, I don't think anybody can beat me. As an MC, you're supposed to always believe no one can beat you. Like, that's just a given. Like, you're supposed to think you're the best. Hip-hop is very machismo, even for the ladies. It's very egocentric, ego-oriented. You're supposed to believe you're the best. But to say no one could stand there for an hour or two hours with him is insulting, in my opinion. I, I lost some respect for Jay-Z. I really did. Eminem. Come on. Eminem's energy. Eminem's catalog. Just off his first three albums and his features. Don't tell me. He could do his verse from Renegade. Where Nas says Eminem murdered you on your own shit. They could play that first. Eminem murdered you on your own shit. And he could go into his verse from Renegade. Jay would have a hard time going up against that. Like that. What does Jay. How does Jay counter that? Jay ain't never featured on an Eminem track. Like, I don't know, man. How do you feel? I, I mean, I kind of kind of have an I know how you feel about Jay-Z anyway, but that just made me hot, man. That's like disrespectful, like to a to an entire to all his peers. Like he was basically spit. I felt like he spit in their faces a little bit. Let me start by saying this. Yeah. There is. Us doing podcast talking. Your opinion. Bill. Right, 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 right. And then there's Passion Bill. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. And don't take this the wrong way. Yeah. I don't see Passion Bill very much. Yeah, yeah. Because we're doing a job. I mean, it's not a job, but we're doing a thing here. We're, we're, you know, we're talking about things that we love. There's usually a lot of positivity. You know, sometimes we talk about bad stuff or, or, or things that, that piss us off. But right. But Passion Bill, yeah. I don't see that often. Right. I just saw him right now. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I could, I could, because, and, and look, it, we, we've talked about this. I love hip hop. I love rap very yeah, much, yeah. but music means more to you sure. than it does to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We've talked about how like I have a lot of loves, but I have it like spread out over like six things. Right. You have very few things that you are this passionate. That's about. why I lean on you for sports advice because right. you are very, very passionate about sports. Right. Uh, you have memories attached. The way I have memories attached to music. You have memories attached to sporting events and games and moments like that, so I lean on you for that. And you could hear it when I when I when I talked about uh, my my top thing. My someone asked me my top sports moments. When remember? you when you told, talked about going to a game with your dad, uh, and I saw the emotion. I saw you welling up. Will Clark emotional. singling up the middle. Yes. in eighty nine NLCS. You know that that's when you got passionate. Right. That was passionate, Scott, for hundred percent. So, so if you guys didn't realize that, go ahead and rewind that. Or I don't think you really rewind these days. <laughs> Scroll back yeah. and, and hear the passion in Bill's voice if you didn't hear it. Because I, I, I'm sitting here and I'm watching it and that and it and, and Bill is Bill, but like that was a, a a whole like that was from the soul, Bill. And and I just want to acknowledge that that was I could feel how uh, offended he was and, and upset he was with that whole process. It felt like he spit in the face of a lot of my favorite artists. It felt like he discounted what a shitload, what basically every other MC in the game has done. Well, like, you, re 
Were you ready for some more discounting? Yes. Because I'm about to discount this fucking clown. Yeah, yeah I love go do it. Okay. Do it, yeah. Jay-Z is overrated. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I don't even think he's a real rapper, in my opinion. Okay. I think he's a I I personally think he's like he's a he's mainstream pop, hip hop. Like that's what he is. You want a bunch of Grammys? Guess what? Rappers don't care about the fucking Grammys. That's what I'm saying. That, Nobody that gives matters. a shit. In a battle, right? that matters. Yeah. Sometimes if you're big enough, you'll get like... Eminem's like, I'm not going to the Grammys again. I fucking sell all these records. I'm the best guy. And then fucking this clown wins the Grammy? Yeah. Get the fuck out of here. Right. right. I don't care about the Grammys. Right. Okay? I'm a firm believer that all of those numbers that you to- that you ripped out about, he sold this many records and he did all this and he did all this. Do you know what that is to me? Right. That's the Jeter effect. It's because he's in New York. If Derek Jeter was on the Minnesota fucking Twins, nobody would give a shit about him. Would he be good? Would he maybe be a Hall of Famer? Probably. Sure. If Jay-Z was from Detroit, nobody would give a shit about him. Okay. If yeah. Jay-Z was from Houston, he wouldn't be as big as he is. It's the New York effect. Yeah. Right? I firmly believe that. I would take tons of rappers over him. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Not even in, in, a, in, a, in, a, in a versus. Yeah. I could list 10 right now. Yeah. The ones you listed, right? Dre, Snoop, right? Nas. I'll take Scarface. Oh, that'd be a Come good on. battle. Like, yeah. Everybody who knows anything about, like, I've heard Nas say, Scarface is everybody's favorite, ra- your rapper's favorite rapper. And if they tell you that 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 that's not true, then they're lying. Right. Yeah. Oh, 100 percent. You know, I, I just to me, Jay Z has been on a Scarface song. Jay Z is. I think he's overrated and I think he's as popular as he is because he's in New York. Like I said, the Jeter effect. Is he a good rapper? Absolutely. Does he have fans? Yes. Has he made a ton of music? Absolutely. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's also a guy that benefited from Biggie's death. Yeah. He, he the, the throne was open. Absolutely. He gave him a lane for sure. For sure. I agree with that. Like, I probably was Jay Z a thing. Yes. Was he that much of a thing before Biggie left? No. No. Yeah, I agree. I agree with that. I did. I'll be the first to admit I did not pay attention to Jay Z. I was not a Jay Z fan at all until much later in life. And, and I will say this. I would not be spitting this venom and this passionate about it. Yeah. If he'd have just been humble about his shit. Yeah. I don't I care. I don't care. Yeah. I listen. I have music here that I love that right. if some people listen to it, they'd be like, that is trash. I don't like it. And that's okay. Sure. Right. I love cosmic slop shop for whatever reason. This album is amazing to me. Right. Yeah. Right. And some people might be like, that sounds like doggy doo doo to me. Right. I get it. Right. Sure. People, how many millions of people love Drake, right? Right. I just, it's not my thing. Right. But that's okay. Fine. Drake, I don't have a problem with Drake. He's pretty humble dude. Yeah. Right? But if he was like, yo, nobody can stand with my shit. I'm the best that's ever been. Like, he, like, Jay-Z just popped off like Ricky Bobby. Look, I wake up in the morning, I piss excellence. No one can hang with my shit. Yeah, yeah. Get the fuck <laughs> out of here, dude. And you know what's funny is a lot of people are saying the... Then the ones we listed, I've heard some people say Eminem, but a lot of people are like the only one that could hang with with Jay Z is either Drake or Kanye West, and I'm like, what? And, and what are those people? Pop. They're pop. They're huge, not hip hop. Huge dude. hits. Like, yeah, it's all about the hits. That's what people are thinking of. Who's got the most hits? Well, I can Eminem and Snoop and Busta Rhymes have the hits, but they also got the features, the underground tracks, the freestyles. Because Jay, one of the things he says is, nobody's seen me do this freestyle. If I did this freestyle that I've never performed live, who's going to stand up with that? Well, how many freestyles has Eminem done? 
Like it is, he could pull out a freestyle he's never performed live and smoke you probably. I'll tell you who. Yeah. He's in your town. His name's Method Man. And yeah. He would destroy you. Oh, he dude. would bury you. Freestyles. Oh, he my God. would bury you. Yeah. How about Black Thought? Oh, my bury God. you. With freestyles, crazy. Bury crazy. you. Crazy. Yes, absolutely. How about a little rapper from fucking Richmond, California, named Locksmith? Bury you. On the freestyle tip. Bury 100%, 100%. you. Yeah, hundred percent. But you're in New York. You got a lot of uh, fancy followers, and you and your pop. So you got the Grammys, and you got you know. The source or whoever rolling stone and you you married beyonce so then people were in you're in people's mouths like i'm just saying man like yeah. when it comes to rap i i don't buy it man it's it's funny that you mentioned jeter because it, when you think about the yankees he jay-z has become synonymous with that yankees hat and, and representing that whole like that's kind of a part of his brand like when people dress up like jay-z for halloween it's a white t-shirt with a chain and a yankee cap like that's jay-z there are i i could list 20 baseball players mm -hmm. that were on the yankees that were not phenomenal right. but the people remember them because they were on the yankees right right and i could list 20 guys that were on the a's or the diamondbacks or the giants that were just as good maybe even better and people if you weren't a baseball fan you wouldn't know who they were because the new york thing is different right it's different. They shine a spotlight a little bit different over there. You know what Jay-Z is? You know what Jay-Z is? What? Popular. That's all. That popular doesn't mean you're better than people. <laughs> no. It doesn't mean you're good. Yeah. It doesn't mean you're fantastic. It doesn't mean you're the best. No. Right? Like, l listen. I you want me to tell you a positive about Jay? Yeah. He played it right. Yeah. He absolutely played it right. Oh, he's brilliant. He's not an idiot. No. He fucking played it right. Yeah. Right? Like, I would assume that him and Beyonce actually really did, were in a marriage and loved each other and all that stuff was going on. Yeah. But even if it wasn't, like, you played it right. Oh, he played it right. How many people... He had an affair on Beyonce and she stuck around. Yeah. So tell me he's not doing something Look, right. I'm just saying, yeah. man. Yeah. Like, like <laughs> yeah. Jay-Z, like, and I don't know if there's any of our listeners that are going to be huge Jay-Z fans, and if they are, come at me. That's totally fine. But, like... There is a lot of factual basis behind what I'm saying. For sure, I agree with you. I um I am a a bigger fan than you. Like I said, I stumbled on him later in life. He is pop, but what I will say is there's a lot of street records. There's a lot of hustler records. I mean, he didn't. The thing about Jay Z is he didn't hit until like his third or fourth album. So you got Reasonable Doubt, which is considered a classic. That's got a lot of street records. A lot of hu he makes hustler music. He makes music about hustling in the streets. So yes, for every pop record he has, he has five street records. Like, so he's he's got that's that's why Jay Z is who he is because he he made hustler music. He made music about somebody coming up from the streets and making money and becoming a brilliant businessman. But so people in the streets love Jay Z. Like the hustlers love Jay Z. The gangsters, the drug dealers love Jay Z. But so does Beyonce's fans and little girls and your grandma. He's very similar to Snoop in that regard because he's become a brand. Like he knew how to brand Jay-Z the same way Snoop knew how to brand Snoop. Jay-Z, your mama knows who Jay-Z is. Like for the most part, like she may not know a song, but if you go Jay-Z, oh yeah, I've heard that. Like like very similar in Snoop Dogg to that manner. He's branded himself very well because he's got records where he's talking raw on bitches and talking, you know, talking nasty, talking about selling crack. Uh, you know, not, things my mom wouldn't be a fan of. But my mom, if I said, hey, you heard of Jay-Z? My mom would go, yes, I can guarantee it. Like, So the, he's done that. So I, I wouldn't go as far to say he's pure pop, but he's definitely 
14 number one albums. Like, that's pop. You don't get much more popular. The most number one albums of any artist. I mean, he's beaten, like, Celine Dion and people like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, so, yeah, he's he's incredibly popular. But I wouldn't take away his street cred, for sure, from that. He got there. There, He has three albums nobody listened to. It wasn't until the Hard Knock Life album, the one with It's a Hard Knock Life, that he, around the time Biggie died, but he found a formula that worked that got him on the radio. He didn't have radio airplay up until that album. Like, and Biggie left a lane open and he was smart enough to know this is my time to I better hit it now. Like, go now. There's a famous uh quote when Jay-Z was telling his artists, like, listen, man, Dre's got Dre and M got this guy 50 Cent. He's in the studio right now. He told Beanie Siegel, he told Freeway, he told all his artists, look. This is your time. Put any music you got out, put it out now. Because this dude's about to drop and it's going to be over. The game's done for um, you're he's going to have a two or three album run. You're going to be you're not going to have a chance. He said, "Flood your music now." Cuz and sure enough, they didn't heed his words and 50 Cent had like a two or three year run where New York he owned New York. Like that was it. New York was 50 Cent and the G Unit. I feel like he's smart enough to know Biggie passed. This is my time. Flooded. He flooded the game. Like, and this is a perfect example for me. Yeah. Fifty Cent has been irrelevant. Yeah. Oh for yeah. Fifteen years. Yeah. He had he had a three album run. He had three years. Yeah. Right. Yeah. He's still popular as Fifty Cent. The brand. The brand of Fifty Cent. Right. Yeah. And I am willing to say a huge part of that is because it's New York. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I buy that. And well, and he, anytime you associate effect, with Dre, he's associated with Dr. Dre to an Eminem. Right. But yeah. I mean, he's popular and it, it, to me, it's the Jeter effect. I'm not, it, yeah. like I said, to me, doesn't mean he's not talented. He's not a super fucking clown. Like he, he know right. But another, he's brilliant as well. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Like, I mean, Curtis Jackson has now, you know, got himself into movies and directing. Oh, and, he, and, he you know. does all, he does those power, that power yeah. TV show. And he's doing Black Mafia Family, the BMF. Yeah. He's, yeah, he's a TV mogul now. He doesn't need yeah. music anymore. But to me, it just, it's just, you know, like I said, when it comes to actual rap. Yeah, yeah. And, 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 and I just, there's nobody like. There's going to be Jay-Z fans that are going to believe that, like, there obviously is. You said that there are people that have his back, and he's a rap story guy. Nobody can hang with Jay-Z. There was stuff. a lot of people that agree with him. Ninth Wonder, a very famous producer and DJ, was like, look, and he, he, he created a set list. So I created a Dr. Dre set list. I took a picture of his set list, and then I was like, hey, yo, at Ninth Wonder, what if Dr. Dre did this? And I was hoping to get some kind of response. Obviously, I didn't because who am I to ninth wonder? Nobody. He, he's like, oh, that 209 to Affinity, guys? Fuck that guy. He didn't say nothing. No, he didn't do Well, that. ninth wonder should have known because he works with MERS. MERS knows who we are. So. Yes, that's right. Come on, ninth wonder. MERS. And been like, so, oh, but ninth wonder and a bunch of people were basically like, yeah, because Jay can do this and Jay can do this and Jay can go here and Jay can bring out Beyonce. Well, I was like, Dre can bring out Snoop and Dre can bring out Eminem and Dre can bring out mary j blige like what are you gonna do like like and a lot of people were like that's not fair because dre don't write his own rhymes i don't care they're his songs it's his catalog yes and he's got just as many amazing songs on his own too 
but yeah, man, I just, I took a bit of offense to that and I'm a Jay-Z fan, uh, you know, later in the game, came on later in the game, but I'm a fan. I appreciate what he does. I own, I'm not. The, yes, I know. I own the black album on vinyl. I think, I don't know if you picked up on that. I think 99 problems is one of some of the best writing in hip hop ever. Like, I think that's one of the best written songs. One of the greatest storytelling songs ever written like that verse about the police. I've done it as a lyric, nasty lyric of the week here on the show. Like I, I think it's incredible writing. You, you did it before we even did a nasty lyric. Yeah, of the it was week. just you a just quote. A lyric. I just quote. I just started the show with that quote. But I mean, but for him to say that nobody could stand on that stage with him, and hey, I, I respect. Um, there's there's um, believing in yourself, and there's there's being um, what's the word I'm looking for? Arrogant. Yeah, yeah. There's having self, have, having self belief, and appreciating who you are, and acknowledging that you're skillful. And then there's just being insulting. And I felt like he took it to the insulting level. Like, I, I just look at it like this. Uh, obviously, we can only uh, uh, associate it with things that we know, right? Right. I believe. Yeah. That I'm a very good social worker. I think I'm really good, actually. Right. Especially with the doing the actual work. Mm -hmm. And do I think that I'm better than some others? Sure. Yeah. But there's also a lot of caveats to that, right? Right. Like, my style's not going to work with every kid. Right. It's just not. Right. And and, and it's going to work with a lot of it, and some of them are going to respect it, right? But, like, for me to go out and be like, you look, dude, I'm the best social worker. Right, there's not really anybody who can hang with me if we like all go toe to toe. Yeah, you know what I mean. Look at my numbers. Look at the kids. You know what a I mean. Social like, worker versus. Yeah, you know what yeah. I mean. Like, <laughs> like that's just fucking ridiculous. Yeah. Who's your DJ in the social worker versus? Uh, uh, oh, my DJ. Yeah. Oh, that's simple. Yeah. Ninth Wonder, because Ninth Wonder always has his guys back. <laughs> yeah, there you go. That's right. There, you, know that's, I mean? you did. That's what I was hoping you'd say, man. That's uh, nice work. But uh, but I mean, it's it's just not realistic. And if you're if I'm an artist like Jay Z, like. Like you hear any athlete, right? Yeah. You any athlete says you hear them talk, you have to have that confidence that I'm the best. Right. right? Sure. Like when you're out there, like you have to have that confidence, right? right? But you don't say it. Yeah. Because then you're demeaning other people. You're giving people bulletin board material. You're you know, you're having people come at they're already coming at you because you're good. Right. Now you're gonna give them extra motivation. Yeah. You don't need to do that. It's like all those athletes that tell the story about when they talk shit to Michael Jordan and yeah. they all regretted it. Yeah. Every single, Every single one. one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, you know, like people that weren't even good were like, Oh, having a rough day already, huh, Mike? Yeah. Oh, they, oh yeah, then he, he scored thirty six in the third quarter on he, me. He dropped fifty on me, yeah. 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 Shut up. Yeah. <laughs> Shut up. Yeah, yeah. It's like uh they, there's so many stories like that. But yeah, I think and I think, and here's the the bitch of it all too, is Jay-Z can say this because Jay-Z's a billionaire. A lot of these artists that do verses, um, it's a boost. They get more streams, they sell more merch. It helps their, you know, KRS-One and Big Daddy Kane, when they do a verses, all of a sudden their streams bump up. People might be going out and buying their vinyls or picking up their CDs or getting concert tickets. Jay-Z doesn't need that. So Jay-Z can make a bold face statement like that because he doesn't, have to ever back it up he ain't doing a versus the same way dr dre's not doing a versus dr dre don't come out of his house we can barely get an album from dr dre he ain't doing a versus so when i say dr dre versus jay-z that won't happen when i say never that will never happen like it ain't J dr dre's like yeah why why would i do that why 
Not that I think I'm better than anybody. I just don't need to do it. Um, you know, when Bone Thugs goes against 3-6 Mafia in a Versus, which was the last Versus I watched, those guys could use a bump in ticket sales and a bump in music sales because they're not what they were 10, 15, 20 years ago. Dre and Jay-Z are billionaires. They don't need it. They don't have to do it. And it will never happen. So for Jay-Z to go, no one can stand with me. No one can go toe-to-toe with me. And you know what? He can say that shit because he knows there isn't a snowball's chance in hell he'll ever get on that stage. And that's kind of, after making a statement like that, Hey, put your money where your mouth is, baby. The proof's in the pudding. Hey, Busta, let's go. I just said nobody can take me. And Busta Rhymes, what I love about Busta Rhymes is Busta has said, nobody wants this smoke. Nobody wants it with me. But the difference is Busta Rhymes said that. And he's like, come on, I want to do a versus. Who wants Who wants Busta? And he's uh, people have thrown around LL Cool J, Missy Elliott. People have said Jay-Z. Nobody accepts. At one point, he was going to do T.I., and T.I. backed out. So I love Busta Rhymes. Busta is like, who wants the smoke? I'm ready. And nobody wants it because he's Busta Rhymes, man. Right. The energy, the catalog, the hits, the underground. I mean, yeah, man. So that's the most pussy of it all to me is like, dude, don't make a statement in like that when you know you ain't going to back it up. Because there's a lot of people who would, are hungry that be like, let's it, go, Jay, and he ain't going to do it. It's just, to me, there's... Jay's, needs, Jay-Z's not the best at anything. Yeah. He's not the best lyricist. Yeah. He's not the... It, like, he's just, like, there. Like, he's just, like, another face in the crowd to me. Like, I think Nas is better. Man, Nas's new album is great. I, I just, yeah. you know what I mean? <laughs> I did. That's Nas a whole other episode. Nas yeah. destroyed him on ether. He did. Just go away. Yeah. Yeah, he did destroy him. Now I don't now, and that's where you and I differ. I don't want Jay to go away. I, I do. I, I, I know you do. And that's where you and I differ. But on this, we don't differ. I, I, I say, Jay, you gonna make a statement like that? Back it up, dude. Let's go. Now you got to do a versus, and he won't. But he won't. But but he, I feel like he should. But anyway, that I heard that, and I've been itching to get back. Cause you're right, I am passionate about that. Uh, I was waiting, couldn't wait to get back in the studio and talk about that. Cause. I like the fact that on these last two, uh, last week's episode and this week's episode, we start with something hip hop before we go into the movies. Because initially, this podcast started as an all hip hop podcast, but then it just turned into talking about what we're passionate about, whether it be sports, music, family, movies, whatever. So last episode, we talked about uh, Dr. Dre, and then went into No Way Home. Today, Jay Z and Versus, and now we're going to transition right into uh, into movies. Now we are going to transition. But uh-huh. I am not ready. And you want to know why? Why? Because I was on the wrong thing. Okay. <laughs> does that make sense? That does make sense. You didn't have the right button queued up at the right time. So. And I've been known to hit the wrong button. Yes. All right. Because you almost got this. Which is dope as well. I enjoy both. But that's not our transition music for sure. I, I, uh. So yeah, so we go from Jay Z. You like to transition, right? I you know do. what I mean. Woo! The couch music. It's been a minute since we pulled out the couch music. <laughs> Bill likes to transition to the bedroom. Ooh, no! I, there's only one of us known for tawdry affairs, and it ain't me, Mr. Booty Slapper. This is the way. <laughs> it is the way. I just learned that. Yeah. <laughs> Scott's out there doing tawdry affairs. Yes, sir. All kinds of sound effects. He's not. No, no, he's not. That's a rumor. 
It's lies. Yeah, it's all lies. Ale- it's it's allegedly. Allegedly. <laughs> <laughs> so we're transitioning now from hip hop to the movies. Uh, a movie dropped on HBO Max, a very highly anticipated, long-awaited sequel. Uh, I thought you were going to rap again. Yeah, it was kind of highly anticipated. Highly anticipated. Highly debated. We all waited for this sequel for years and years and years, and it dropped. Properly inflated. Yes, it dropped December 22nd simultaneously in, in theaters and also on HBO Max. And, of course, we're talking about The Matrix Resurrections. And I know you and I had both stated that when we did our top five movies of the year, that there were two movies getting ready to come out that could probably easily be number one on the year. And that was Spider-Man No Way Home and The Matrix Resurrections. We said, you know, these movies haven't dropped yet, so it's not fair. Um, But uh, now we have seen both. Now we're going to give our review. We did last week. We did Spider-Man No Way Home. We loved it. Um, Would you like to start with this one? I know you just recently, it's a little more fresh. You watched it yesterday, right? It did. So uh, I watched it yesterday. um, And uh, it, it, uh, let me just say this. The hard part about, and you mentioned it with Spider-Man, yeah, is that in this day and age we live in, yeah, people talk too much too fast, right? Even if like the whole world's like no spoilers, no spoilers, no spoilers, like right. like especially with like Spider-Man, they were like, yeah, no spoiler like ads, like, yeah, they had, don't ruin it. They had a picture of Spider-Man with his finger in front of his mouth, like going shh, and it said no spoilers. Like I was like seeing that everywhere, and I'm like, oh, I better go see this Thursday. Yeah, and then, and they yeah. did that with Endgame too, like yes. you know, like yeah. no spoilers, yeah. you know. And they had like I think Robert Downey Jr. made a commercial, like, hey man. And I gotta say, for Spider-Man, they were very respectful because I saw it Thursday, and I didn't really start seeing people like doing any photos or spoilers until probably four or five. It was people were pretty kept it pretty respectful. I will say, I was very shocked. Because I, I was like, I can't go social media blackout. I got to promote the podcast. So I went Thursday because I'm like, there's no way in hell. I can't do it. Plus, I need my phone and social media for work as well. So, yeah. But anyway, this one, um, I almost went to see it in the theaters. But the showtimes didn't line up. So I did watch this one at home, as did you as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, anyway. So really wanted to capture my HBO Max. Uh, yes. Yeah, yeah, this yeah. is the last movie that they're giving us as far as the theatrical run movies. I believe this ends it. It was the deal they had with Warner Brothers for the movies was only for 2021. So I think that's done now. We're not getting any theatrical releases we'll 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 see yeah yeah because covid's going through the roof again right that's true everyone it's it's more rampant now i've seen more covid in this last two weeks than i have since 2020 well it's crazy yeah san joaquin county and stanislaus county restaurants are starting to shut down their uh seating indoor eating again okay yeah i got an email from chick-fil-a on friday they're shut down the 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 in in stores in restaurant the dining area is closed I saw another place, no more. Um, I saw in, uh, in a news story that McDonald's is close to shutting down again. Oh, damn. So, like, yeah, yeah I when, when that starts to happen and people aren't going to try to, like, reel it back in, you know? Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and I, 
they're going to have to do something. My son was, I was going to take him to get his first tattoo and his tattoo artist reached out and said, I have COVID. I can't do it. And I was like, oh man, I'm so sorry. Get better. We'll reschedule. And then two days later, my son reached out to me and he now has COVID again for the second time. The first time he was asymptomatic. This time he's sick. The only reason that I'm able to be here is because I haven't seen my son since Christmas Eve. Uh, and I would say luckily, but no, I like to hang out with my son, but I have not seen him since then. So I'm not at risk for having COVID, but he is on his second bout with it. Like I said, his tattoo artist had it. I had a young lady text everyone from work, uh, and say, I can't come in. Uh, my kids, all three of my kids, daycare workers all have COVID. So I've got to pull my kids from school and I've got to stay home with them and we've all got to get tested so far. They've all tested negative. Um, I had somebody reach out to me New Year's Eve. I went to watch my friend's band play and they asked me to come up on stage and do a song. Well, I used this young lady's microphone who sings with the band. Uh, and a couple days later, my buddy Keith reaches out and says, hey, I just want to let you know our singer tested positive for COVID and you used her microphone. So, boy, I went everywhere trying to find the rapid tests and they are like crack right now. You cannot get them anywhere. Like it's like dry. The well is dry. Like. If you own a business that produces those tests, you have a license to print money right now. So I went, I must have gone to about five CVSs, Walgreens, Rite Aids, Walmarts. No one has it online. I couldn't get them for weeks. Uh, and I finally happened to call my local CVS and they're like, we just got a shipment in this morning. They're behind the register. Come now. And I, and I bought them, right? Cause I, I was starting to feel, I had a cold, very mild cold, but I thought, you know what? You know, COVID hits everybody different. What if this is COVID? I got to be safe. So I get there and I get to the counter at the CVS and I'm like, hey, can I get one of those COVID tests? And she looks at me and goes, just one. <laughs> and I was like, you know what? Good point. Give me two. So I, I did buy two and they're two in a pack. So I've got three backups now. Um, don't at me, people. I, <laughs> I probably just opened the floodgates. I, that could be dangerous. Like I'm going to start getting hit up. Yo, Bill, man. Um, but anyway, I tested negative and my cold symptoms are gone. It was just a mild little, you know, regular, believe it or not, you can still get a regular run of the mill cold during all this as well too, which is what it was. Um, but yeah, I, I've never, I, since this happened, I have not had COVID hit this close to home so much as it is right now. I've never known so many, so many people on Facebook are like, I tested positive. I'm quarantining. I'm, I just want to let everybody know it's insane right now, dude. It's absolutely insane. So anyway, The Matrix. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how we got off on that, but yes, that's what we do here. So um, you, you were saying it was so, hard to avoid. So hard, heard hard, too much. It, it, it was. I didn't hear too much, but uh, I I saw and heard a lot of negativity about it. Yes. Um, and so I, I, I told you this before. I don't like to go into movies with a preconceived conception. And I apologize. I want to apologize right now. Some of that came from me. I didn't know that you hadn't watched it. I thought you'd watched it. And so I, I know that you don't like that. And I don't like to do that to people. So let me be the first to apologize right now. Because I think I sent you something that was negative, like a meme or something. And and so I'm sorry, man. I didn't realize you hadn't, after I asked you, did you watch it? I expected you to say, oh yeah, I was kind of wanting to get your thoughts, but you were like, I haven't yet. And I was like, oh shit, I did it to him. I did, well, I don't, did it. Well, don't worry, bro. Cause it was just a, a thing. It's not like you sent me this long <laughs> text of like describing right. specifics. No, no, I didn't want to go there. Go but, full on fucking blow yeah, it. Yeah. So it was no different than anything I'd seen online or whatever. 
so uh, my review is I liked it. Okay. I was entertained. Yeah. I was very much, um, and for me, it was the combination of the, um, like I said, the nostalgia. Mm -hmm. and, and I and I and I thought they did a really good job. And I feel like I've read some stuff since I watched it. Uh, I thought they did a really good. I don't know how you possibly, given where three ended, right, and how it ended. How do we bring everything back? Right. Like that's a real difficult process. Yeah. To make it not be unrealistic. And I was entertained. I thought that it was um I thought it was creative. I like the way that they integrated the original Matrix by mm -hmm. having uh you know Neo be a person who created a video game and then that's how they were able to explain him having the flashbacks and the right. therapist and right. all of that stuff like like obviously as a computer program that you're in the matrix like you have to be able to account for everything and so i thought it was pretty genius the way that they they did all of that um uh obviously it's a movie some of the stuff's a little far-fetched whatever uh we're in this day and age where if you're gonna get upset about stuff being far fetched, then go yeah. read a go read a book. Yeah. Well, in, in a in a world like the Matrix, yeah. like come on, man. That's like I like, saw somebody complaining about the you know how uh, um, uh, the new Morpheus can do like the the with the the magnetic balls and like dissipate from a character. Yeah, yeah, because he's a computer program. He's yeah, yeah. not an actual person. Yeah, people were yeah. like, oh, they're so unrealistic, and I was like, dude, we're in the fucking Matrix. Like, yeah. Like that's what you're gonna. I just win. thought that was dumb. But I, I didn't think it was unrealistic. He's a computer program. I just didn't like the fact that Morpheus was a computer program. I right. didn't care for that. So, so um, but overall, I was entertained. I thought yeah. it was good. Yeah. Uh, obviously, anytime we run into things like that, I like seeing, uh, you know, characters that we are emotionally connected to. Sure. Um, I, I really liked the, um, the thing about it for me was, and, and I don't say that I disliked it. Or, or not, not dislike is a strong word. I right. Matrix: The Resurrect, Resurrections or Resurrection? Resurrections. Resurrections. They brought them back to life. Yeah. Is basically a love story. Yes. And to me, it, it really, it, you know, and and they had created this program to basically control Neo. Right. And the love was too strong. That he was just like he just constantly you know what i mean yeah i had trouble understanding and maybe you can explain this to me for some reason they had to bring neo and trinity back to life because they figured out that somehow having them in the matrix made the matrix better but if they got too close together it caused problems so, so, like so, i was like i went back a couple of times and rewatched a couple scenes to try to understand and i didn't have any trouble understanding the first three matrix i felt this one was kind of muddled with that like i was like why do they need to be there like they killed them so holy <laughs> uh -oh. Salida, we're breaking microphone stuff. down microphone down and we're back all right probably yeah uh, so as Doogie Howser explained in the movie, yes, he did. And um, I went back and watched the Doogie scene twice to try to get it, and I was like, so um, Neo and Trinity, yes, when they are in close proximity, yeah. create a mat. The Matrix is better because it creates a um, basically like a almost like a power surge or like a like it's stronger. 
Okay. Because they create that. Right. But when they're too close, right. they can't control them because right. it's too strong. Yeah, I got that part of it. Yeah. Okay. So I just, just had a hard time understanding what they did for the Matrix. Like, right. Okay, that makes a little... So it's just their power makes the Matrix better, but if they get too much power, it fucks the Matrix up. Right, because they know how to break the Matrix. Okay, okay. Because, you know, it's them versus the program. Okay, like so here. that's kind of what I figured, but I was trying to see if there was a deeper explanation. Like, I was... I went back and watched the scene where Doogie Howser ex- kind of... A, the moment where the bad guy explains what's going on. You know, every movie has the moment where the bad guy talks a bunch of shit to let you know what's happening. I watched that scene twice to like try to really understand what the, here's another thing I want to ask you. So he says that, you know how, when you renovate a house, we brought you guys back to life. It was like renovating a house, but it took twice as long and it was twice as expensive. Like it was cost much more, but he had to bring them back to life in order to make the matrix better. So are Neo and Trinity, robots are they ai when you you don't really bring people back to life so i was like are they the same are they humans because they could go into the matrix and go back into the real world just like people but are they robots like they were brought back to life by machines so to me that leads me to believe they're robots they're not the actual neo and trinity they just have their memories or something like that because i was like they're brought back to life by machines so wouldn't that make them machines Maybe they'll elaborate that more if they make sequels. I don't know. Oh, I think you're going to get more. They left it wide open for a sequel. Yeah, for sure. I, I, the one I thing I was waiting for, and I and it didn't come till the very end, which was fine because I knew it was coming at some point. Right. Because this is the world we live in. There has to be some kind of woke statement. Yes. Right? The Matrix was all about that. Yeah. You know, and and, 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 and and there was a lot of it. But like, and, and I've just kind of gotten used to it. Like, they're going to make sure that there is a strong female character maybe a you know a a, a gay character that's just what they, it's yeah, just, it's yeah, the world yeah, yeah. we live in for now, sure for right? sure uh, but i felt like the strongest woke moment was when trinity could fly and he couldn't at the end well not, not that he couldn't he just you know he hasn't he tried at one point and couldn't and i was which, which, so disappointed i was very and i'll let you finish before i say how i felt but i i, I did i thought that part was funny Funny, that, like, yeah, okay. Yeah, no, that's yeah, not happening. Yeah. And, and, and uh, you know, <clears throat> but like, and to me, it, it worked for me because once Neo was back, it was a, he was, he was really trying to struggle to figure it all out. Like he couldn't do things and then all of a sudden he'd remember something or then like, right. he would, you know, the powers would take over, like that kind of stuff. But it was like a, you know, he was, and I'm sure there's a, I don't even know if there's an answer to it, but like for me, like, obviously then trinity can fly and then like when they fly in at the end and kick the shit out of neil patrick harris and she kicks the shit out of yeah neil yeah patrick harris. and he's yeah. just like you know can't you control her and yeah. you know and he's, he's just, just like nope yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, it's yeah, the yeah. opposite of what he just said when they were down right. in, uh, yeah yeah uh in the uh the uh the coffee shop aka yeah. simulate yeah <laughs> which i thought was very clever yeah, yeah, yeah. uh you know Women, you know, Neil Patrick Harris was like, women used to be so easy to control. Right. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And then like, yeah. 10 minutes later. Yeah. Um, but overall, like I thought it was good. I can understand how some people were, um, were uh, confused by some of the stuff or like maybe people expected more. Like I, I felt like, I felt like this movie had to happen even if you might not like everything about it to 
have another one. Like you, it was gonna be a muddy, muddled type of movie to bring people back. Like this is not like Marvel where there's it's easy to bring people back in alternate universes and all that stuff. Like this is a little bit of a different thing. So I, I, I figured it was not gonna be the smoothest movie, but I enjoyed it. I had a good time. I, I was not bored at any point. Um, and then uh, obviously I liked the, the little bit of the the, the the references and nostalgia and yeah. Nairobi I, and yeah. the little girl, you know. Yeah, yeah. I thought they brought back the wrong people. So um, I did not enjoy it anywhere near as much as you did. I will start. I always like to start with something positive, even when I really don't like a movie. Um, I agree with you. I thought the love story portion of it. I thought this was a love story. I thought the chemistry between Carrie Ann Moss and Keanu Reeves was palpable was powerful it was electric like i believed that they loved each other the moment when they first meet and they shake hands and they pause and they stare into each other's eyes and you can tell that they remember each other but they don't um that was the best part of this movie hands down um where i really disagree with you is i don't i think the nostalgia backfired on them big time in this one every time they flash to a scene from one of the original matrix movies and then flashback to this movie, I felt like, wow, you just showed me a clip from a much better movie and made me make me feel like this movie's trash. I hated the fact that they had it set 60 years into the future. This movie should have been 20 years later. It should have taken them 20 years to bring him back to life instead of 60. And we should have got Lawrence Fishburne back as Morpheus. I did not like at all the recreated hologram Morpheus thought that was a horrible idea of a guy acting like Morpheus when we've got Morpheus still alive. And I read an interview with um, Lawrence Fishburne. He's like, yeah, I heard they were making The Matrix 4. And I sat and waited for my phone to ring. Never got the call. When you've got Hugo Weaving still alive and, and Lawrence Fishburne still alive, there was no reason that Hugo Weaving shouldn't have been back. As I hated the guy they cast as Agent Smith. Did not like him at all. Did not like, I don't want my Agent Smith to look like he stepped off of a Gap ad. Looked like he stepped out of a J. Crew catalog with blue eyes and nice hair. And he kept calling him. So, uh, listen, Tom. So, uh, Tom, no. Hated that. Hate, hate. Did not. So, when he first walks in and Neo looks up and goes, Smith. And they flash back to the actual Agent Smith walking in. And then they flash to the new guy. I thought that that was the worst thing they could have done. Because all it made me do was go. I want the old Agent Smith. I hate this guy. Did not like the new Morpheus. So when they would show Morpheus saying something and then show the new guy saying it, I was like, why don't we just have the old Morpheus saying it? They could hire a trainer and whip these old guys into shape. And with CGI, if they need to make them look uh, younger, you know, if they need to do things, they can do things. Like they made Keanu Reeves look like he had a shaved bald head when we all know that he's got to keep his hair long for John Wick. He did not shave his head, neither did Trinity. That was CGI. They can do anything with CGI these days. Um, I thought that was the biggest mistake. Hugo Weaving and, and Lawrence Fishburne should have been in this movie. This movie is leaps and bounds better, in my opinion, with those two in it. If you're going to go for nostalgia, bring them back. And the characters they brought back, you mentioned the little girl. I don't give a fuck about that little girl. I, I barely remembered her. They had to flash back just to make me remember a really insignificant moment from a Matrix movie that I didn't care about. And Niobe, out of all the characters they could have brought back, Jada Pinkett Smith is terrible. Her makeup was awful. Like, I'm talking about CGI. 
I did not believe for a minute she was a 90-year-old lady. I did not believe for one. And then she was, now listen here, Neo. Don't you come around talking all that mess to me, boy. You want to talk to him? That's my friend. You know, I just was like, she was god-awful, man. Like, it wasn't good. Not at all. Like, of all the people you could bring back, you bring back her as an old lady? She still looks great. Have it 20 years later and have her look like she looks now. She's in incredible shape. She's married to Will Smith. She looks good still. I thought they did themselves a massive disservice by setting this 60 years in the future and not bringing back the characters we loved. I didn't like, I thought it was so corny that the main girl was named Bugs. And at what point, she, and it's Warner Brothers. So at one point she says, what's up doc? No, bad worse than bad like terrible that's terrible i didn't like the new crew i didn't think they were memorable the one thing about the original matrix the one thing i kept waiting for was amazing martial arts the original matrix was choreographed by yun woo ping who does jackie chan he does donnie yen he did crouching tiger hidden dragon the one big fight scene was not the martial arts was forgettable like i didn't like any of it and they kept talking about Neo getting his mojo back. And I kept waiting for him to have that moment, right? Neo's going to remember and have that moment where he kicks ass. And then they gave it to Trinity, which is fine. But I still feel they did him a disservice by not giving him a moment where he's like, I know Kung Fu. You know, when he did when he did that, when he's like, I remember, Kung, I still know Kung Fu. It wasn't great because the fight scene wasn't great. Like the only thing they had him do was he could put up a barrier or a shield. So he kept putting up barriers and blocking things. Like in the original Matrix movies, I never felt like it was a shield. Like when he stopped bullets, there's a scene in one of the Matrix where he stops the bullets and then he grabs one and looks at it. And then he puts it down and then they all drop. I never felt that was a shield. I just always felt like he was just making them stop because right there is no spoon. The Matrix isn't real. So if you use your mind, you can do whatever you want. You can fly, you can flip around, you can make a crazy jump, you can stop bullets. So all of a sudden now he's putting up a force barrier and blocking things as they're falling from the sky. And that was kind of like what he did. I felt like they clipped his balls. Like they, he didn't have, this movie needed a moment where he was like, oh yeah, that's right, I'm Neo. Here's what I can do. So as funny as it kind of was when he tried to fly and couldn't, it was, for me, very disappointing. And then finally, at the moment when they do, it's Trinity. I'm good with that. But he needed to have a moment. And he didn't get it. And then, you know, here comes... Of course, there's the moment where when he does have a chance to have his moment and kick ass with uh, the therapist, Doogie Hauser, who's playing a doctor again, apparently. Uh, he gets, The analyst. He gets saved by Agent Smith. But then Agent Smith makes it a point to go... Hey, this doesn't mean anything with us. I'm helping you now, but I'll be back. I'm the, like, basically like, I'll be back in the sequel. We ain't done yet here. Thought that was really corny. Like that was Neo's moment to wake up. Like, I don't want him to get saved by Agent Smith. Like I want him to handle it. Like wake up, do what you got to do. Like I just, they kept, they made it a point at one point. His mojo's rising, but it never came to fruition. And I was just... I thought for the most part, I'll never watch this movie again. And I, it's not killing it at the box office. I feel like Warner Brothers kind of knew because they test screen these movies, right? The, 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 the head honchos watch them. They test screen them for people. If this movie tests through the roof, it's not on HBO Max. 
it, they would have waited till 2022. It would, they wouldn't have released it at the same time as Spider-Man because Spider-Man is still number one at the box office. I don't even, this barely cracked top five. I know it's streaming at the same time. So I guess they'll count the streaming numbers with that. It's not making the money at the box office. Uh, and I feel like for good reason, it doesn't really deserve to, but I feel like if they knew that this movie was dope, really good, it would have got a straight theatrical release and they would not have released it the same week that Spider-Man came out. They knew that this wasn't great. That's why they were like, here, you can have it on streaming. Because John Wick 4, initially, they had kind of said like, oh yeah, you're going to get John Wick and the mate. No, John Wick got bumped and now we're going to see that in the movie theater because they know that movie's going to be badass. This movie could have been badass. It just wasn't badass. It was just meh for me like i've pretty much thought this movie was trash i it's certified fresh on rotten tomatoes at 60 something percent 60 something percent with the people i feel that's very generous i thought this movie was garbage i went back and watched a couple scenes over to try to understand it better but other than the love story and the chemistry between keanu reeves and carrie ann moss there wasn't really anything i liked about this movie the new agent smith sucked I did not like the new Morpheus. I do not like any of the new young crew that they brought in. No, nobody was memorable. Nobody was awesome to me like that. I was like, I want to see them again. I was highly, highly, highly disappointed. I just pretty much thought it was garbage for the most part, except the love story, which I'll agree with you, man. That that was good. That that was it, man. That was it for me. Like just, uh, you know, 90 year old Niobe just didn't, it was just corny as hell to me. Like, like, Man, I was bad, man. I'm sorry. I wanted to like it. I was so excited. Why are you sorry? Because I wanted it to be good. I'm not sorry to you. I'm sorry. I'm apologizing. I'm so sorry that this movie didn't blow my mind because I wanted... The one good thing I will say this movie did is I appreciate The Matrix 2 and 3 a lot more because I felt like those sequels weren't good. They're good compared to this like like i'll go back now and revisit two and three again uh just to to refresh my memory a little bit i didn't do it before but um i i think i'm gonna enjoy those movies a lot more now next time we next episode yeah i want you to remember to say ask me about going back okay that's all you guys say going back just going back okay uh and, and, and difference in music and movies. And I want to just kind of talk about that for a second. Okay. But uh, there you go. So I enjoyed it. I thought it was good. I did not think it was great. It was one of those movies that I was entertained. Uh, I don't know if I'll ever watch it again. Um, but it was, I did not feel like I wasted my time. I've been in w- way worse movies than that. Sure. Um, but uh, Bill thought it was hot garbage. I did. Uh, so I don't know if it's recyclable garbage, if it's... Uh, <laughs> A human waste garbage. I mean, we didn't really get into that, but we don't yeah. have time for that. So, just uh, general trash. Yeah. Oh, the general trash. So the green bin. Yeah. Not the blue bin. Correct. Depending on where you're at. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right, man. Get us out of here. In the immortal words of my man George Clinton, anything good is nasty, but it ain't good unless you play with it. So go out there and have some fun, my people. And until the next time, we will see you in the two o nine. Adios, muchachos. There is no spoon. <laughs>